The following is rated S for spoilers. <gasps> that should have been much worse. Oi, Stephen, what the hell are we wearing? I don't know. She said I needed a suit. Yeah, the ceremonial armor from Conscious Temple, not Psycho Colonel Sanders. Well, I don't know how any of this shit works. No. I do look sharp, though. Hello and welcome to the Popcorn Hangover. My name is Alex. My name is Graham. And today we are going to be discussing Moon Knight and how it's a different kind of a Marvel hero than we've, we've seen in the past. Graham, how are you doing this week? Yeah, yeah, it's, we've, we had a pretty busy, busy week of watching things. You know, we, we had some time to, to take away from, from Moon Knight and, you know, to kind of compile all, all of our thoughts. And so this is going to be an exciting episode. Uh, Moon Knight was created by Doug Mensch, uh, directed by Mahaban Diab for episodes one, three, five, and six, and then Justin Benson and Aaron Moorhead for two and four, starring Oscar Isaac, Ethan Hawke, May Calmaway, and F. Murray Abraham. Uh, overall reception for this movie uh, is a little interesting from what I, from yeah. my my digging. Um, so Rotten Tomatoes, these are all like averages from all the episodes okay. combined. So I had an average critic score of 87% and audience score of 92%. And that's ID- not bad. No, yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah. And then IMDb had an 8.2 average. And then Metascore had a 69 average, which is still good. Yeah, it's not bad, but it's definitely. A- yeah, it was, I don't know. It's different than the other ones. <laughs> yeah, that's why, I don't know. That's why I like to include the Metascore because I feel like yeah. they're their scoring is typically more accurate. Like a lot of times they'll go like go outside theaters too and they'll poll people and that's how you get scores. Uh, yeah. But I was looking at some of the, like the critic reviews and it mm-hmm. seemed like a lot of them were from people who got like the first four episode yeah. pass and they just didn't finish the show. And so they gave it a negative review. I don't know how people do that. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know how people start a show and just drop it. I mean, it's, it's fine if you don't like it. It's definitely not for yeah. everybody. No, that, we'll that, yeah, about. that's understandable. Mm-hmm. But. So overall, like, what were your thoughts on, on Moon Knight? I enjoyed it a lot. Mm-hmm. I thought it was, it was, it's definitely, yeah, new kind of hero, definitely new take on everything mm-hmm. as far as what we saw. Um, but no, I really enjoyed watching through it. I know, I do know a few people who like, yeah, kind of got tired of it through the first few episodes. And so it's just like, I was pretty, pretty well caught on throughout the whole mm-hmm. whole show. I, I feel like it wasn't, it was, it definitely had a lot more story in it that I feel like some of the other shows have had not, maybe not, but it just, I, I didn't seem to ever like lose attention. Yeah. It, it, yeah I, it, I never like lost my grasp on like the show. I was, I was at a pretty well entertained. Like Falcon and the Winter Soldier and how I just didn't care. Yeah. Halfway through. Yeah. yeah. Well like that, that yeah, exactly. Uh-huh. Yeah. No, yeah. That's, yeah, that's a fair point. I, I really liked it. I think, I mean, kind of what you were saying, I think this, it did feel a little long. Uh, Cause I mean, it, overall it's not, when you, like when you watch every episode and like mm-hmm. you have 10 minutes of credits, it's only about like five ish hours. Right. So I, I just, I binged it straight through the other day and it was, it was, it was like, it felt, it got a little long in some spots just because mm-hmm. they had to fill six episodes, but I right. think they did a better job than a lot of shows at at least making it seem natural and like putting, putting natural obstacles in the way to yeah. keep the story going. Uh, that's my, cause in general, I don't, I mean, this is the first time we're talking about a show on the podcast. That's true. Um, that's true. And part of the reason for that is I just, I can't watch a lot of shows, uh, because I, I just get bored with them. Like, 
I feel like ne- um, the modern era of TV has 50, like every show has to have 50 billion different storylines, and mm-hmm. I only care about like two of them. Yeah. But I have to watch. You have to watch every episode to get everything. Like you have yeah. a show like Breaking Bad. I love that show. That's mm-hmm. pretty old. And the entire time it's about a chemistry teacher cooking crystal meth. And there's different things happening, but it's always about that. Yeah. If you have a side arc, it's always in service of the main plot. But then you have, I don't know, I can't think of an example off the top of my head, but like <laughs> literally every other show yeah. is just all these other things I just don't care about. So yeah. I never finish it. But this one did a good job at like still keeping the same story mm-hmm. and naturally, you know, putting obstacles in the way to keep, keep the story yeah. going. Uh, overall, I mean, but back to your point earlier, what you were saying with how people got bored with it. Mm-hmm. I think part of it is because we have such short, short attention spans that like we need, a lot of people need 50 different stories to go on to like, right. Keep Something's them. new every once in a while. Yeah. Right. But I think also think, while this show works really, really well, I thought this worked best week to week than any other Disney Plus oh, Marvel sure. show. Um, but it also worked really well if you binge it straight through. Yeah. I think it could have worked even better if it was a movie. Yeah. I think... I think... Because they wouldn't have had to have much, as much, like, filler. Like, they right. would have been able to get and more to the point. But also probably... And it's hard to, more. like, describe, like, what the issue is because there wasn't really filler, I want to say. Like... Maybe like episode three ish. I don't know. I just things could have moved quicker, I guess. But okay. I don't think anything was. I wouldn't define anything as filler. Okay. So to so to speak. Uh, so in terms of like episodes, is there any of them that like stick out to you? Really, no. I mm-hmm. mean, the first episode I liked a lot because I like I liked between the two going back and forth between Steven and Mark, I liked Steven's whole aspect of like, he's just a nice guy, dude. Good fella. <laughs> he looked at every kind of bright side of uh-huh. everything too, but like also life sucked for him because he didn't know what was going on. First episode of seeing him like interact with everything, like being tied down to his bed. Just, that was his day to day. He took off the tape off the door. He knew when he left or not, like things like that. Like I kind of liked that, um, like episode one, but then also just like the way the show ended in episode six, I liked a lot. Mm-hmm. It was, yeah. Yeah. That was probably one of my, what, what did you episodes. like about it? Really just the fight scenes. It was really well choreographed, especially mm-hmm. between the switches between like Mark and Stevens, like each of their suits and each of their, you know, one had the daggers, one had like the batons, like things like that. Like they were able, like it was just, it worked so well. Mm-hmm. Um, well I think yeah. one of the, one of the things that people had issues with was the lack of Moon Knight. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, in the first episode, we don't see Moon Knight except for like, like the very, very, five seconds at the, at the very end. Yeah. Um, but I think... I think it's one of the reasons why the last episode is so like memorable is because it is it's the most almost really entirely moon night. Yeah. Uh but yeah, like the action sequences, especially in that scene, like that was very yeah. John Wick to me. Like yeah. just the one take, like going back and forth. And then seeing how uh like Steven and Mark like seeing that whole kind of story coming together in terms of how they how they act as Moon Knight and mm-hmm. how they were going back and forth. Because they they both understand they're both one. Like right now it's yeah yeah you know i think my fa- i think my favorite moment of the entire show is whenever like steven as mr knight just beats the crap out of hero and then like like fluffs <laughs> yeah. up his suit like <laughs> it was just yeah. that, i don't know it was it was just so finally got to throw that punch yeah yes and I, that that's a nice little segue into you know the next our next topic of discussion is 
uh, the acting in this show. Phenomenal. And I, Oscar Isaac is, I, I have no words. It was Dude, just, he was so good. Every time he would switch between one or the other. I mean, it was just, yeah. Like it's Mar- a completely different person. Yeah. Like Mark and Steven felt like two totally different people. Yeah. It didn't, it never felt like Oscar Isaac just saying two different people's lines. Right. Like, I feel like a lot of times right. when there's like a doubling or clone effect, it just seems like the same character, but yeah, just saying different words. But this felt like two distinct people. Very different people. Yes. And I haven't, have you seen the movie Split? It has a James McAvoy and he has like multiple personality disorder. Yeah. And the, yeah. I, I haven't yeah. seen it. But I think I saw the beginning of it. I actually started that. Yeah. Cause it's got, cause he like kidnaps the girls or whatever. It's a, no, I actually think I might've seen that all the way through. I didn't see, I did see that one. Cause I know actually all of the beginning of that stuff, but no. Yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. That's yeah. I, have <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like, I don't know. Was this reminiscent to that at all? No, because the, well, I wouldn't really say so because in that movie, like he doesn't really control the switch between like, and he's got like, it was like 46 or something personalities mm-hmm. all in him. And that was just like, man was like fighting between each one of them. It wasn't like, I guess like in the beginning between like when Mark was like, let me out. And like, Steven's like, no, let me out. Like, let me have the body. And they were kind of going back and forth. That still even seemed a little more like not playful, but it was just like, I don't think they realized like they could force one out of each other. And so yeah. it was just like a, you're going to let me No, Okay. Crap. Like that's all it was. Um, but that it didn't. I don't think it had really had the same feel. Gotcha. Yeah, I don't know. I thought this was in the build up to it, like when Oscar Isaac was doing press and everything. Uh, mm-hmm. He he talked about how one of the goals with the with the show was to show like this because it's an actual problem that people have. Like, oh yeah. Um, but I feel like in media, it's always been portrayed either like really silly or. Or, you know, like a split kind of thing where yeah, it's, it's like a, psychotic. And, yeah, it's psychotic. Yeah. Uh, I liked how they made this. It, it felt normal. Like it made it yeah. made sense. At, not at one point was I like, dude, should go get checked in somewhere. Like uh-huh. that never crossed my mind at all. Yeah. Like looking at this. But yeah, you watch like split and you're like, yeah, he should be locked up. <laughs> Something like, is wrong with this Something's guy. very wrong with this guy. Like this dude is literally like a sweet dude and then like a legit mercenary. So it's like, mm-hmm. yeah, he's not okay. But also like. I, dude, it, they did a really, really good job of, yeah, between the two char- characters from Oscar Isaac, but also between just the way they handled it and, like, did it. Dude, it mm-hmm. was, yeah. Yeah, it was fantastic. And then Ethan Hawke, as always, dude, uh, so did a really good job at just playing. He he just always felt so creepy. Like, I was never, I never knew what to think of him because he never felt evil. Yeah. And I think that one of the interesting things about the show, too, and, like. It's just, like, uncomfy. Yeah, it was just really, un- especially yeah. like with that first scene, like where he's putting glass like in his shoes, and I don't know what that was supposed to represent, but they just never followed along with that. Yeah, you just yeah, saw like I him go through that. the pain, I guess, and then just live I, life I, day to day. <laughs> my my interpretation was because he used to be Khonshu's avatar. My interpretation was that like he is he's punishing himself because he can't. Uh, I I feel like he's probably also has the his scales can't balance because he was an avatar maybe okay. so i feel like he's punishing himself trying to like even things out yes because he can't just he has to he has to mm-hmm. 
save Amit or whatever. Yeah. And even whenever he even rescues yeah, Amit, Amit like, says, like, you are... You're still, like, failing evil. in one area. Yeah. yeah, but she allows him to stay because... Because she's also evil. What? Yeah, so I think... <laughs> <laughs> I think I think that was maybe, like, his, his own kind of punishment. Okay. But I, I've noticed just, like, in general, Ethan Hawke is in, like, everything now. I don't know if you noticed. I still that too. no. I haven't noticed anything. I, I've seen a lot of. He was in like, like I went and watched the Northman. Uh, also, shameless plug. Uh, a little off topic, but patreoncom slash popcorn hangover. You can check out the parking lot talk where we have an episode on the Northman. Um, uh, so go check that out. Uh, but anyway, he. I was watching that movie and I was like, he came on screen. I was like, oh, that's <laughs> Ethan Hawke. Like, <laughs> I know you were in this movie. And then like I was walking like to the movie theater. I saw a poster and I was like, oh, hey. It's, there's Ethan Hawke again in another movie. What's, in he, what's he in? Uh, he's he's in. I don't remember what it was. He's just in. He's just in a lot of things right now. And maybe it's just one of those things where like you you, you learn a new word and all of a sudden you see it like everywhere. Right, you go. hear it everywhere. Right. Maybe you get just, a new car and you see it on the road. Every, yeah. Right maybe it's not like he's not actually in anything more. I'm just noticing him more yeah. often than I'm used to. Uh, we will talk about uh, May Calmaway a little bit later. But yeah. she did a fantastic job. Uh, and then F. Marie Abraham, I don't know. Are, you're not very, like, comic book savvy when it comes to Moon Knight, right? Me? No, yeah. not at all. So <laughs> I've never, like, read a Moon Knight run before. But, I mean, he makes lots of appearances in other other characters' runs. So I'm like, okay. I have a good base knowledge of Moon Knight. And I have never read Kanchu like words History. in in f murray abraham's voice like i i don't know like i thought oh, did he voice cause you yeah okay cool as as a show went on like i i was used to it and i guess i don't know i just got used to it yeah. but like when i first heard his voice and when i heard he was playing it i was just i just i don't know i couldn't i could not comprehend it that it was the same because that's just <laughs> i never would have read conchu's voice mm. Being that like way. That but now, deep and, now it's the only way I can hear it. Yeah. Dude, he was great. Yeah. Conchu was honest. Here's the thing that, like, I get Conchu didn't have the best intentions in the show. He was one of my favorite characters. Like, his dad, like he was just dope. Like, anytime he come on, I'm like, hell yeah, you're right. You're right. <laughs> no, he's not, but he's right. Like, yeah, I really liked how they did I think Conchu. that was, that was one thing that they, Moon Knight almost did really, really well was the balance between the the hero and the villain both mm-hmm. in terms of like mark and steven and uh harrow but then also a conchu and amit like yeah. they did a really good job at giving at the end of the day both of them are right like yeah. people who do bad things should be punished mm-hmm. uh but the way they're going about it is where the conflict is at and i right. wish that there was more i wish that they played with that more um because it is really I mean that it's an interesting debate. Like, yeah. if you know that Hitler is going to become Hitler, can you kill Hitler as you kill him as a baby? Can you you know right. do the little thing like uh, like Rhodes did in Endgame? Like, <laughs> I mean, yeah, can you kill Hitler as a baby if he hasn't actually done anything yet? Yeah, that's an interesting debate. And the one thing I kind of hate about this show is I feel like this means we won't get a Civil War two storyline. In the comic books, that's what it was: was they find an Inhuman who can. Uh, see a possible outcome is the most likely possible outcome of okay. something. And so then you have Captain Marvel who says we should use this to basically arrest the yeah. next Hitler. And you have Tony Stark saying, well, it's only a possible future. They haven't done it yet, right. but you can't arrest somebody over a thought of doing something bad. 
in all honesty, that's like personal standpoint. That's kind of what I see things at. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I don't think in the end, like you can't just like suck the life out of someone because they could have done something wrong. Right. Well, and that's what even like even Steven says it. He's like, mm-hmm. I think about killing my boss all the time. He's like, but I would never do yeah, it. Never actually do. Um, right. Right. So, yeah, I don't know. I wish they would have played with the the morals a little bit. I think yeah. that's why like Killmonger and T'Challa were such yeah. good villains was because they both agree that Wakanda needed to go out into the rest of the world, but the their the, their motives were different. Yeah, their yeah. ideologies and their morals were and the way they wanted to go about that was totally yeah. was totally different. So I wish I would have played with that more. Uh but overall, I I really like Moon Knight. Where would you place this of all the Marvel shows? Shows? Where would you where would you rank this at? Loki is like I'm still kind of between WandaVision and Loki. I just loved WandaVision. That was just fun to watch. I mm-hmm. absolutely loved that show. Like, it's good and bad. Like, I love that show. That's probably still my number one. Loki's definitely number two. This could easily be probably probably top three. I think this is... I'd probably I, say number three for me. I haven't thought about this much. Mm-hmm. I think I'm in the minority, and, like, my favorite was Hawkeye, just because I've always liked Hawkeye, and I thought that show was a lot of fun. See, here's the thing, though. When I think back on the shows literally besides Falcon and Winter Soldier, I was literally just now being like, what else came out? Like <laughs> Hawkeye was great. It was fun to watch. Mm-hmm. It just didn't, wasn't, just, it didn't like stick up there for me. I don't me. know. Hawkeye, like, I don't know what it was about it. I understand people's like complaints and everything. Mm-hmm. I just really liked it. Yeah. And that's all I'd say about that. I don't have any complaints <laughs> about it. It's just like, I said, it's just like, I can't, I couldn't tell you why. I just, like, I just really enjoyed it. Yeah. I think that might be my number one. This might be number two for me. Yeah. My, so where does Loki sit? Uh, I three? don't like Loki as much as most people. Really? Um, I don't know. I, I think it's the only show I haven't gone back and watched the entire thing like a second mm-hmm. time. I just watched it from week to week. So maybe if I watched it again, I would like it more. But that was one where I just felt like it went on way too long. Uh, I just, I was, I just wanted to get, I just wanted them to get to the point. It felt like it was yeah. five episodes, so that they could have the last like six episodes just be yeah. a, a massive monologue setting up the greater MCU. Right. Um, I don't know. It, it, That's I, fair. I enjoyed it. I think. I've enjoyed every Marvel show so far. Like, there's none that I dislike. I Falcon Winter Soldier. I mean, Mar- Falcon Winter Soldier. I don't <laughs> love. I wouldn't say I just. I don't dislike it. It's just something has to be the worst, and that is, without without a doubt, the at the, at the bottom of the list. That's fair. Um, it's kind of like Thor: Dark World. It's not a bad movie. It's just someone's got to be. The it's last. just someone has to be last, and it's also <laughs> not good. So you know, it's yeah. That's just how how the cookies crumbled in uh, this time. Uh, did you see that thing that uh, Benedict Cumberbatch auditioned to play? Um, I did see the that. Dark Elf, like whatever his name is, in that movie, and he almost took it, but then he like Malekith, yeah, yeah, then he like didn't. And I'm so <laughs> glad he probably he read the script. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably. Uh, yeah, you know. imagine a world without Benedict Cumberbatch as no Dr. one else Strange. could play him. I, I don't think anyone else could play him. Mm-hmm. But then again, like. We got Reed Richards as Fant- Mr. Fantastic. I'm just so Yeah, Reed Richards as Mr. That's Fantastic. That's still going to be my high for the next, like, probably four years. Easy. You meant John Krasinski as Mr. Fantastic. Yeah. John Krasinski <laughs> shoot Reed Richards, yeah. Nothing new there. Yeah, I I really liked it. Uh, Moon Knight was a lot of fun. When, so good. Yeah. When we come back, we are going to talk more about Moon Knight, and we're going to kind of dive into uh, what makes us a new kind of Marvel hero and... Uh, and some of the things that we would like to see uh, Marvel do that might be similar. Uh, so stay tuned.
All right, and welcome back to the Popcorn Hangover. Today we are talking Moon Knight. And is this a, uh, or not is this, it is a yeah. new kind of Marvel hero. Uh, so let's dive into this a little more. Uh, kind of go into our thoughts. Uh, I, I think you would agree. Like Moon Knight was a very different show and just overall like was just a very different, oh, yeah. different kind of style. Um, and I think that's for a few reasons. Number one is like the tone of the show is, it wasn't, I don't think it's totally unique to to the MCU, like yeah. it was, it was darker. It, I think very emotional. It was very emotional. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't know. Have we had any like MCU type things that dealt with mental illness before? I don't. I mean, as far as I can, tell, maybe like Punisher, but I don't know if that I really counts as that. an MCU. I also didn't watch it in Punisher, but I, I know. You know I, this. I know. I know. His who, history, I know who what he it is. Should have. Yeah. yeah I. <laughs> now, let, let me rephrase that. I hope that they talked about mental illness a little bit in that in that show. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I thought the tone of this was really, really new and really fresh. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Go back to mental illness. Uh, Tony Stark kind of dealt with like drunkenness yeah. and stuff. I, I say the only thing I could think of there. I mean, like Wanda and like her kind of like stages grief. Yeah, Bucky like reentering the world, kind of a. Thing, but I like, feel like those have always just been plot points, part of the character. Yeah, yeah. it's just yeah, and I feel like it, it never it's never been tackled. It's never like been the this. central really idea been shown, of, like, yeah, I was gonna say of the of the project. Yeah. So. You know, it was different in that as a regard, but I think it was just darker in general. Yeah. Uh, it reminded me, I, I think it's interesting that this came out at the same time as Multiverse of Madness with like how much blood that there was. I was good. That's what I was going to say. It was, I liked it. It mm-hmm. felt like it's just, yeah. Anytime it's like a little more realistic, like a part of me enjoys it. I don't like when things are like kind of like watered down. So this was mm-hmm. definitely, and like, that's the thing is I definitely, I definitely didn't expect that at all. Coming mm-hmm. from this, I want to, was it like the first or second episode when they're finding like, he's finding those dudes in Egypt, like on the rooftop, like the third episode, I think maybe. Yeah, third episode. And, um, yeah. And you just see kind of like knives everywhere, bloods everywhere. And then like he blacks out and there's just like blood and bodies everywhere. And I was like, Whoa. which I think was a brilliant way to use the whole switching yeah. personalities thing. Because I mean, if they were to show him like, you know, stabbing and blood gushing out, like that would be R, but for just, sure, just red stuff on someone's face and hands. I don't know how that got that there. That may or may not be blood. So you right. can make a PG-13. I thought that was a brilliant use of that. Yeah. Whereas like in Multiverse of Madness, things were happening and then all of a sudden there just <laughs> happened just, to be blood yeah. on right. Wanda or whatever. So yeah, I thought this was a, uh, I thought it was using, using the, the blackouts was a really clever yeah. way to A, just tell the story, but B like, to use be able to, to include like, a little more, yeah. be more graphic and more violent without being more graphic and more violent. Yeah, uh, yeah. It, it was it was super dark. I want to say I don't take it back. It wasn't super dark. It was a lot darker than normal. Uh, I also thought this was a bit of a step away from the Marvel formula, like in terms of structure. Mm-hmm. Uh, specifically with the shows, I feel like for the most part, every show has had kind of an identity and then towards we're talking about WandaVision again and then we talk about this I feel like in every other episode but like yeah. you have all of these like sitcom episodes and then all of a sudden it's just oh wait we need like a third act fight scene quick let's make another vision so vision can fight someone or like right it was it was very formulaic whereas with this for the most part I think was very different like and I think you can kind of I had some pretty controversial opinions. If you, I mean, we're talking about the show as a whole, but if you want to hear some of 
our thoughts on individual episodes, follow us on TikTok at the Popcorn Hangover, where I did like nightly immediate reactions yeah. to it. Uh, Got some good content on there, dude. Great content on our TikTok. But uh, I mean, they were a lot of fun to do. And but my thoughts for episode five mm-hmm. uh, were apparently very controversial. I did yeah. not realize that. Uh, it's one of our most watched TikToks because people just like start destroying me in the comments <laughs> because I was not a major fan of it. Uh, it's also the highest rated episode um, really? of them all was, yeah, I think on IMDb had like a nine rating. Uh, and that's when we're like in the psych ward, like going through the yeah. duo and everything. Um, I mean, it was a good episode. Don't get yeah. me wrong. I just, my problem was the first four episodes are very like Indiana Jones. Yeah. I'm pretty sure even, uh, when they were pitching the show to Feige, I think what they said was we want like Raiders of the Lost Ark. Which um, they kind of get the idea with the whole like Stephen Grant like movie poster. Yeah, they, yeah, they yeah. even like when they went full in with that. Yeah, which was um, so fun. In the first four episodes, I feel like are very Indiana Jones like adventurey kind of thing. Yeah. But then five and six were just it's totally different stylistically. Oh, 100%. Like they were just completely different shows. Uh, it felt like a completely different show. Uh, but I think it it still worked mm-hmm. uh, in the grander narrative. Um, oh, yeah. It still made sense. Because like we said, like while it was kind of themed after Indiana Jones or, I don't know, modeled after an Indiana right. Jones type thing, it at the end of the day, the core, the core value and the core goal of this was to kind of tackle mental illness and this whole dual personality yeah. disorder. So I'm Triple. okay with it. The one thing... I, I still just don't quite understand is the whole asylum mind thing. In episode five, it made sense because they were like in the afterlife. But then it came back in episode six when they're alive again. So, yeah, and we kind of, I think we kind of talked about it. That I saw it as. So, that, yeah, that's in real life. Okay. They, they fight uh, Harrow and Amit in the, in the, mm-hmm temple little area wherever they're at mm-hmm. in the pyramid and at the end like moon Knight's either about to kill him or he, no and he's like he's like mm-hmm. if you want to kill him you kill him country's not going to kill him so i'm pretty sure they literally just like took him to like jail and because he okay couldn't, so i know what you're talking about yeah. we'll get that in a second you're talking about the post credit scene right yes i'm talking about and and still in the show mark and steven wake up in the asylum in episode oh, yeah, six and all the other people are there and or no. Well, no well like he's talking to harrow and he's like wait is this a dream and then harrow's like his feet are bleeding as he walks. And then he's like, yeah, I don't like that diagnosis. I'm going to go save the world. And then, yeah. And then it's, I didn't see, I didn't understand the mix of that as well as like the mix of like, like I get, it might've been like Steven's view of the afterlife and his like little bridge way, mm-hmm. walkway to his purgatory, whatever. But like all the, like what, what was with all the other people being there? Like in that being a room, uh, like, like just people in his life. Well, so the, the like, one scene was like all the people that he killed. No, no, I know um, that, but so like there was in that. the very beginning, I you think, had like his like his like museum boss like I in the chair, like that. Steven's museum boss in that chair. You had mm-hmm. like one of the. Well, I think the thought process was to like to do a total, just like absolutely, like mind. just to confuse the yeah. audience was to be like you know these are all characters. Okay. Like I, I saw, there's a popular like fan theory that Harry mm-hmm. Potter is like that, where it's all like Hogwarts is actually a psych ward, and like all these characters and things are actually people OT? like and it's a really cool theory you should look it up uh yeah. it's a lot of fun to like think about but uh i've only ever seen the first three of those i don't know 
Watch out. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> we have to have like a running tally of how many times I've kicked you off the podcast because this, this is added. It's to been it. close. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I don't know. I I I don't really get. I understood the psych ward in episode five, but I, mm-hmm. I they had to kind of have some conclusion to it in episode six and didn't make yeah. sense. I on on second thing the the mid credit scene. I do agree. I think that was the real world. Um, yeah, where he like where Jake walks in and actually just pulls mm-hmm. him. Like, yeah. I could, I don't know, I can see it both ways. I I, I think it makes more sense mm-hmm. for it to be real world. So uh, you're right in, in that regard. Uh, one of the other things I noticed when I was watching the show through like episode back to back was this felt lower budget. And I couldn't, I, I tried looking, I couldn't find anything. Um, and Disney Plus is annoying, uh, or Disney in general is annoying and they won't give us any numbers for, That's uh, di- like for, for the like shows. who's watching the shows. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I would love to see like, you know, drop offs and everything, but yeah, they just don't let us do that. Um, mm. So I don't know. Cause that's, that's one thing that in general, I just don't understand what these shows is how, how they're making money. Like I understand that enough people are spending like $10 a month or whatever. Sure. But like th- we have one account that pays 10, $15 a month. Yeah. And then there's five of us that are watching on, I just, I can't, I cannot comprehend how these shows are profitable. And I just want to know how many people are actually watching. How many new subscribers are coming? I see. I think if we had those numbers, it would honestly, it would only really show the effect of they're getting their money because of the way they're dropping their shows. I know we kind of briefly spoke about how they drop one. It's like the middle of the month. So you pay for the month of April and to watch the finale in May, you're going to pay for another month of May. But wait, Same Obi-Wan starts in May too. So right, you have so to, you to watch you the to, first two episodes to, there, but then to watch anything else, if you want to finish, I got to pay for pay June, June again. Yeah. Right. And I know people who do that, where they'll pay for the two, three months they need for those five, six episodes, and then they won't just crazy. for another year. I know, because there's content coming out all year, but still, mm-hmm. it's. I think that's kind of how they get it, just because, yes, you'll have your average family that has four or five watchers on one account, mm-hmm. and they allow that, which is awesome, but... I yeah, I think they get the majority from like everyone else. Joining. I just don't understand why they have to hide their numbers. It's fine, just 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 show us. Yeah, Netflix revealed their numbers and their stocks plummeted, but that's you know Netflix sucks. <laughs> I like Netflix, so I don't. <laughs> but I don't know. I feel like as a whole, that was a really long like side tangent. But yeah, as a whole, I felt like the show just seemed lower budget, uh, especially with CG, particularly in the first episode. There were a lot of moments yeah. where it just. It looked a little rough. Definitely. Um, and throughout, I think there were moments where it just, if this were a movie yeah. and we're given, you know, the, the movie budget, the that multi millions of dollars to make it, um, we would have seen more like, you know, for example, just background CG in general just felt rough throughout. Yeah. Um, but then like in episode two, there's a fight sequence where he, Steven becomes Mr. Knight and then, it was a cool sequence and yeah. I didn't think about it until someone brought it up to me, but like, did they just make the dog invisible so they could save money on, on like on post-production CG costs? Effects, yeah. You don't have to pay for it. I, but I mean, I, I think it's still, it was a cool sequence to see like them fighting an invisible monster and like you have to use your imagination to, yeah. to see it. But even in the first episode, it's, it seemed like it's the same like jackal monster and you don't right. really see it in full. Right. Uh, so I don't know, was that like a scare tactic or was it a, I think let's it was save a little couple of dollars. I think it was in the end, I bet it saved him money, but mm-hmm. I honestly think that just the way they use the Jackal was like, just to be able to show like 
kind of like the trippy detail between like what Steven and Mark see mm-hmm. versus like what the world sees. But even though, cause like okay. the world still like interacts, like, like that car hits that jackal and that car is like straight totaled. Mm-hmm. They literally hit nothing. They have no idea. From their it. eyes, they hit yeah. nothing. Their car just got crunched. Like, mm-hmm. they, or you just see Steven get thrown into a bus. You just see a man fly through the air. Like, yeah, you can't see anything. So I think that was kind of the weird thing of like the world still, or I think like a good, like eye into the world's view. Cause like mm-hmm. we understand all this is going on, but like you really don't see like just the average person on the sidewalk being like, oh, something's going down, but just no, like some dude's just getting beat by nothing. Right. So I think it was just that. But yeah, definitely probably saved him money. Yeah, that's fair. I also think, you know, so when I first saw it, I thought it was supposed to be like a, you know, the classic like horror element. An element of creating horror is to not show the monster. Like in Jaws, you don't you don't see the yeah. shark until the very end of the movie. Uh, and it's kind of, I don't know, go take a couple steps backwards here, but go back to like tone. Like this did a really good job at like introducing ho- horror element elements. Oh, yeah. Uh, especially in episode four. I was about to say that, dude. <laughs> uh-huh. the, was that the one with the... That's when they, like they, the, they go into uh, they go into the pyramid. Yeah, that that dude is clicking his tongue. That, yes. that was horrible. That was terrifying. Man, gutted that dude on the table. Mm-hmm. I was like, wow, they really pushing their PG thirteen. Like, yeah, especially PG for someone like me who watches that. these all at he stays up till two a.m. to like when they drop to watch it. Like it's late <laughs> at night, all the lights are off, and I'm just like, oh. and like even I didn't see that? I didn't hear that. Or like again, I mean, it's another you know another time that they did this exact same thing was right. when the lady was like crossing the. The little the chasm, dude. And like, think we don't, from behind. Yeah, we don't yeah. see the monster or how she's fighting the monster. It's just it's pitch black. Yeah, and I don't know if I the skeptic in me says it was probably a budget issue, but if it was, really creative way of like one hundred of taking the budget you have and you know putting yeah. the money where where, where it's it needed, where it's worth, yeah. and then saving. I was gonna say one thing too. Like I feel like for his suit, like we've seen some tough CG things when it comes to like people flying people mm. like suits and things like that. I feel like his suit didn't ever lack any, uh, I mean, there's a few times he was like through the air, you'd see his cape, you'd see like little things that weren't like they were the greatest when, when the suit was practical. Mm-hmm. Yes. But well, I feel like true, when the, it the was whole thing CG, it was like, like when we first when see the suit, suits up, it looks horrible. Or like, well, like when we first see the suit, I don't think anything in that sequence was practical. I think all of that was Everything CG was clear, and it looks yeah. It looks garbage. Yeah, you could tell. Uh, I don't know. I say that. Here's the thing. Like, when we talk about these Marvel projects, I think the thing to keep in mind is when we say something's bad, like, for most people, it's probably good. But, like, yeah. just my expectations for Marvel are... Yeah. my The bar is set a lot higher for... Way higher. For the MCU. Because we know what they can do. Like, it, yeah, it looked fine. Um, yeah. But I... I would I would expect I I could tell it was CG. Yeah. I'll put it that way. Um but yeah, I I think just all those elements like there it was just this was a really creative show. Dude, it was so fun. Mm-hmm. I I thoroughly enjoyed it. Um I think one of my biggest issues with Disney in general and the way that they've been mm-hmm. trying to to move with the times is how they deal with representation. And we've talked about before, like just the ridiculous girl power scenes, or yeah, they introduced Finn as like this cool male black lead in a Star Wars movie, and then they gave him nothing to do, and nothing at um, all. Like they they've really struggled, but I think this was them hitting the nail on the head in like every definitely in every aspect. Um, you know, having Egyptian like cast and crew, and like, and I think they learned this from Black Panther with like having 
Ludwig Jor- Gor- Gorgensen mm-hmm. uh, isn't African, but like he actually went to Africa and he yeah he sampled sounds and he worked with Bob Amal and uh, that's how he got such. I think Black Panther has the best score of any Marvel oh, 100%. movie. One hundred percent. I could listen to that soundtrack. Just soundtrack meaning like the actual like score, like yeah. just just for fun because it it's so good. But like, uh, I forget who composed the music for this show, but he is Egyptian. I do know that, um, and you can definitely like see like you can hear the those sounds and things that. Bro, the set, the the like the we as Americans just aren't, every, aren't used to. Yeah, the credit song, so mm-hmm. good, dude. All of it was so good. Yeah, um, yeah. It there was, it it really does make a difference when people that we aren't seeing on screen. I don't. Wanna, I don't like saying repre- representation. Like it is important to have representation, like in directors and everything. But like, For sure, we need new, different perspectives other than the straight white male. And I think. Marvel starting to figure that out with yeah. shows like this that are very, I mean, half the show takes place in Egypt, and I feel yeah. like it didn't feel it was for stars. It wasn't all orange, right? Um, <laughs> like I know it's Mexico, or I know it's the desert because the yeah. entire screen is like orange. Like that's not how things look. Yeah, another it looks it looks the same, right? Um, so I think that was a big aspect. But I think another thing they they did, I think it's the best way they've done it so far was like the female side character and i mean we're both dudes so we're the least qualified people to talk about this but definitely one thing i can say though she didn't really feel too much like a side character she did in the beginning when she's first uh-huh. introduced because that's how she feels introduced as but like honestly towards the end the last like really just those last two episodes mm-hmm. like she felt like a main i feel like if this were made 10 years ago she would have felt like a pointless character who was there to be saved for sure by oscar isaac but i feel like she was saving Oscar Isaac more often than definitely than than, than not. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I thought Mae Calmaway was just was brilliant in this show, um, and I was really worried about her at the start because there isn't a character named Layla in Moon Knight in the comics and lore. lore. Um, yeah, so initially, like in his actual origin story, mm-hmm. um, the origin is pretty much the same. Where uh, he was a mercenary, he was on an archaeological dig site. Uh, I forget the guy's name, but the big bad terrorist dude was yeah. like, kill them all. That he, he was working for was like, Hey, let's kill these guys. And Mark was like, uh, let's apparently not do that. Um, and one of the people that he was able to save was this girl named Marlene. And her dad was, the was murdered. That yeah, was the, just like Layla was in this show. Yeah. And like, okay. Uh, and I mean, there's no big massive difference. Like Marlene was just, a uh, your, I mean, this was in like the 60s. So she yeah. was your, blonde damsel distress that you're used to um so i was worried that like i was just confused as to why they called her layla not marlene the only thing i can think of like is so is there no like layla and as far as i'm as far as i'm aware there is there's no layla but like was there a scarlet scarab so yeah that's what i'm getting to there is a scarlet scarab okay um it's not a female it is it is it's basically (laughs) the egyptian cap captain america like during world war ii there was super soldier serum he became the Scarlet Scarab. He was incapacitated for a period of time, and now he's back. Okay, like he, he's literally the yeah. Egyptian Captain America. But like, so like, okay. I but it's just not Layla. It's not Layla. So I appreciate that they they did find a good way to mix all of these characters, and that's why at the end of the day, I am I'm cool with them 
with mm-hmm. her being called Layla or whatever. Yeah. And like her being her own character. Cause we got, you know, the Scarlet Scarab and we got the Marlene origin and like, right. We got all the different aspects that we should be getting in a Moon Knight show, but they switched up a little. Yeah. They just switched up a little yeah. bit, which, and we probably should have talked about this earlier. I meant to, um, I think one of the biggest negative receptions that I've seen are from Moon Knight diehard fans uh, who are very upset that this is not how Moon Knight is in the comics at all. Like yeah. Stephen Grant is not an idiot. Stephen Grant is actually like uh, an upper upper class, like very he's a very classy guy. Like that very that's his thing. Um, yes, yeah. And like that's why. I think that's why in the show they made him Mr. Knight like with the suit was because that's kind of His how he is. Background. But like Mr. That's not how it works in the comics either. Like in the comics, the Moon Knight is a personality on its own. So like there's no switching between the Moon Knight suit and the Mr. Knight suit. That's not it's a just, thing. Moon Knight is Moon Knight. And Moon Knight is Moon Knight. Whoever, if Mark's in charge, if Steven's in charge, it's always Moon Knight. It's still the same hooded figure. There's no, it's like a lot of, a lot of people were pissed about Mr. Knight and the way they handled it. That's crazy. I loved, I thought Mr. Knight was fantastic. I loved how they did this. And I think that's something we can kind of talk about a little bit was like, is um, one thing that they've been doing is creating new takes on these characters, right? Like Mm -hmm. uh, they take in the source material and they kind of use it more as a reference than something that should be taken which that completely explains why everything goes on in 616 earth line right <laughs> let's not get on this uh on this tangent again it should not be called 616 it is so they literally just got rid of their everyone that's always in the entire history of these movies been like it's not comic accurate dude you could have been like the mcu the mc the actual cinematic universe it's like it's 673 i just think, I think it's a waste it's a perfect uh, opportunity it's a perfect opportunity to like cross them over and then right. make a ton of money 100 <laughs> percent. you could you could have opened so many more doors but but besides that yeah but maybe that's maybe that's just me um let's go back to representation because we because we kind of got off topic kinda, we kind of got off topic there uh, because we were talking about scarlet scarab right and like mm-hmm. i thought the way that they handled that with layla uh was really cool like because i mean he's like a captain america kind of yeah. so like seeing Anyone can be yeah. induced with super soldier serum or whatever. But like, I and mean, this isn't really the case in this scenario, but like. She just got an ancient hippo put inside of her. Yeah. You know. Yeah. <laughs> just another Tuesday, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I don't know. I, I loved her suit. Like I loved how. It was cool. It was practical. Like it was practical. Yeah. Um, again, like Black Widow has to wear like extremely tight like yeah. latex all the time. Come this on. wasn't that. Yeah, this yeah. wasn't that. It 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 looked super cool. Yeah. Uh, and I was like, when I saw it, I was like, whoa. And I saw the scarab like on like her yeah her belt. And I was like, wait, is Scarlet yeah. Scarab? And I freaked out because it didn't even look like no like the suit. But you were kind of talking about like you're confused why she had wings. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I I get because she is she's the Scarlet Scarab. Right. I know Scarab's. It's got wings. It's got wings. But like. And I mean, I guess, like in all defense, like when you look at Conchu, Conchu is a literal skeleton with a staff. So to I get, mean, he's a bird, and Muna doesn't have wings. Yeah, but that's what I'm that exactly. Uh-huh. But I'm just also like you, your avatar. You, you was you you 
It's a hippo. Yeah. You got a hippo. She was like, sweetie, yeah. come here. Be my, be my little hippo person. Real life. So she's cool. like, cool. And then she said, like, wings. And I was like, whoa. And like, I started coming out a different fit. And I was like, oh. I was like, that's the hippo style. And she's wings. And I was like, what the hell? I literally was so <laughs> thrown off for a second. I was like, that doesn't make sense. But I, I agree. It doesn't make sense. This is one of those scenarios where I'm just like, it lo- it, it was it was cool. And yeah. so I'm just going to yeah. give him a pass. Because it was, it was pretty badass. Yeah. Or even like. I used to like really hate when they would do the whole like in this the whole line of like oh are you an Egyptian superhero but like I don't know something about maybe I'm just changing as a person or something right. but like I, I don't know I thought it was a cool moment so, it like, was definitely dope and it was it was handled well enough to where they yes we're gonna make a point about it and then we're just gonna move on like, yeah we don't need to spend an entire episode right like I think they did so good superhero yeah well especially just with like the little girl. When she came mm-hmm. out, she's like, are you, what did she say? She, she, she I think said, literally said, are, are you an Egyptian, Egyptian superhero? I can't, I can't even remember if it was like female related or Egyptian superhero related. It mm-hmm. was one or the other. And, um, and I was like, I was watching with my wife and she was like, she was like that. that she's like, dude, she's like, that made the whole show for me. <laughs> she's like, that was so cute. And she's like, that was like a really good way of just like, they, they added it in, but they didn't have like a whole, like, here's 12 girls, superhero girls lined up for no reason. Like in like in game, like uh-huh. it wasn't a whole thing for 10 seconds on screen. It was literally. That was it, and it was so good. Yeah, like that's that's how we should be handling representation. One hundred percent. In my totally expert opinion, that yeah. totally understands everything. <laughs> um, I don't know. I yeah. I hope that Disney kind of learns from the way that Moon Knight yeah. handled representation and continues to do it. Like I did. Like I liked one thing they did too. So you know, like when Conchu and like all the like all the gods, like when they're trapped in those little like stone things. Mm-hmm. Apparently, those stone things are like legit. They have those in like museums for like their spirits and like yeah. like like I didn't know that uh-huh. I got no like I have no Egyptian like history I don't I don't mm-hmm. none of that fits in here I mean I can pretend to but all of it comes from required in uh, yeah articles uh, <laughs> that's funny that's a that's about it that's dope <laughs> but no I saw a TikTok of this kid who literally was like at a museum and he saw saw like Conchu's like little like I can't remember uh-huh. what what they named it what they said it was and he was like yo like a million likes I'll like smash this thing for Conchu <laughs> and I was like bro like <laughs> that's kind of funny but also like <laughs> i didn't know they had those like i didn't know that was like yeah historically you're like egyptianly accurate. i also I like know, how like, they yeah. handled like the whole afterlife conversation and we're very clear like yeah. there's tons of different afterlives like I, yeah. i've heard the, the ancestral plane's pretty cool <laughs> and i was I like love that. yeah that was a really cool way of especially like with uh love and thunder coming up and like there being lots of yep. you know greek gods and norse gods like i like how they that was a really great just quick one-liner to sum up all Everything of it. Oh, going on. these can all exist in the same universe. And yeah, you go whatever with whatever you Wherever believe. You, I yeah. guess. I don't know. I thought that was a really that was. Not, I was not expecting Mm-mm. logic like that to just be quickly thrown out there. Yeah. but it was a really cool. It's just there's a quick little uh, tidbit, dude. I love the hippo. She came out. She's like, "Oh, I got I got papers on this." She's like, <laughs> throwing notes out. I was like, "Dude, it's like that was." It's been a while since we've had yeah, a, had a soul I, come through here. I had two of you, which which was also like <laughs> super clever because yeah, like no one believes in an Egyptian god, so obviously like <laughs> right. we don't have people coming through anymore, which is why she's excited. Oh no, yeah, it was yeah. it was so clever and it was so it was so creative. Uh, I think so far the we talked about this a little bit last week with Doctor Strange. Um, you know, WandaVision and Doctor Strange, WandaVision in general was like the first time that we've seen the TV shows yeah. kind of have a direct effect on, on the, the movies, on the movies, right. which I think in general, the movies are 
I think you made a point too in an earlier episode where like movies are seen as like the real thing and the shows are kind yeah. of like a just an extra. Yeah, it's just kind of there. Uh, and WandaVision is the first show that kind of bridged with the gap between the two. And mm-hmm. I think we can agree that it didn't do it so well. Right. Um, this show, however, kind of fit into a second category where like it it's, didn't tie into it's anything. self-contained. Yeah, this is literally did not tie. Like it's amazing. I, I was watching it for the second time through like, did I miss something? Like there is not a single reference to anything. Yeah. The only reference I can find is that people don't like freak out when the sky is like turning purple or something. Yeah. Or yeah. Which when the I mean, were... when half the universe was just gone, like the right. sky going backwards, just, just like just another Tuesday, I guess. Like, <laughs> you know, uh, yeah. So do you like this format or like, cause I feel like we have like, you know, WandaVision has an effect on the greater mm-hmm. MCU. Loki is presumably going to have a greater right. effect on the MCU. When you have like, Hawkeye and Moon Knight, like, do you like that? Do you want the shows to keep kind of that format where it's self-contained or would you prefer? See, I'm not sure. Honestly, I am like, I'm kind of one of the fans where like, I'll take whatever you give me. Uh-huh. I'm not really going to complain too much, but seeing how they did have everything set up from the first movies up to how every movie tied into another that led to another that led up to Endgame, Like that was the whole infinity saga. phase one through three? Like, with the way they started phase four. Now, I mean, besides WandaVision and Dr. Strange multiverse of madness, like nothing really ties in. Nothing really sets up anything either. Like that's one. Well, it just, it really, feels like it's only setting things up, but like for itself. Right. Right. That's why I'm like, I don't see like a greater end to some things. Mm-hmm. And in all honesty, I was just like, I don't see it as like a concern, but it's definitely one of those where like, like I don't mind this form of content. Where it's mm-hmm. all self-contained because it again it's new, it's content. I'm gonna enjoy it regardless. But mm-hmm. I don't know. I I personally like when they throw a little cameo in there when there's a little tie into something. So like, if they don't have to have everything like as connected, like really like this is gonna probably be the stupidest thing out of my mouth today. But like the way they really did like how they had like Daredevil and then like Jessica Jones came out and then like Luke how, before the whole Defenders came out on Netflix and it was just like their four like first seasons. I think Daredevil, maybe just Daredevil, Daredevil too. too. Yeah, at the time, like I liked it because they all existed together, and they hinted at each other too. But like nothing, they were all their own, pretty well self-contained. But they That's were like point. all right around each other. That's kind of how I feel like they're going to set up Phase Four, where it's like, yeah, you had his little show, you had his movie, his movie. They tied into here and here, but then you had this, and then they'll just like give a secret word. It's like they'll just do something. Like, yeah, that's kind of what I feel like they're the path they're going to go. But again, I don't really mind it. Yeah, I don't think that's stupid. That stupid idea at all i think mm-hmm. i actually like that idea because yeah i mean but with with the netflix shows like he had luke cage was in jessica jones yeah as like just a random character that it showed up right but yeah like i like i like i kind of like that idea of just let's have let's just reset kind of mm-hmm. let's introduce all these new characters and things like that right. um and then yeah at some point and i mean like in the beginning too that's kind of how like with phase one, like you got yeah. Iron Man and you got mm-hmm. Captain May, you got their, you got their movies. And then, yeah, that led to the Avengers, which then led on to more, but I mean, like still, but kind of like, I think you said in the last, like last uh, one we recorded at this point in like phase one, we had, we already knew what was coming with the Avengers. Like we mm-hmm. had tie-ins. Like now we have all this content and it's great content, bro. Where are we going with this? Yeah. Like we have no real sense of direction besides like, Hey, the multiverse exists now and someone's going to mess it up in one show or one movie. Like it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Like, so, to follow that up, like, 
would you like would you like more stuff like Moon Knight where yes it's seemingly just yeah has no it's just, just because yeah, then I don't have to worry how it's going to tie in. I don't know how that, that's I don't have to worry about how Moon Knight might unleash all the gods and then the multiverse collapses again. Like I don't have to worry about that. Maybe but that's why like Moon Knight and Hawkeye were so fun. It's because they just didn't relate to some catastrophic event. And like mm-hmm. I like that too because here's the thing: if some new Avengers shows up or whatever the plan is, let's pull Moon Knight in. Oh, sick! I get to see Moon Knight again. Or we're like like that. I, I can see like. Let's say Moon Knight never connects to anything, but like there's a portal scene, and like we can just like see Moon Knight like walk through. Exactly, like that, exactly. That, like that would be just a fun time. Like if I can see the character again, for sure. Mm-hmm. I don't need him to be in every single movie. Yeah, because like I said, like I'm a sucker for cameos. I like the little quick drop-ins, the little flashes with these characters when they introduce new characters. But I don't need a civil war in every single content, every mm-hmm. single piece they drop. I mean, Avengers two point five, right? Two point five, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like that's the thing, and like even I mean, with like Shang Chi, like the very end credits, and like it was fun to see like Captain Marvel, and you see like whole or like um Banner, like you see all them, but like even then with that one scene, like I feel like there was a lot there that was like they gave it to us, but like for what reason? Yeah, like how how is Bruce Banner back to being a like a normal, a normal exactly? Human? Yeah, exactly. It, it, it's yeah. just it, I feel like they're giving us way too much. Without any tie-in, and I feel like mm-hmm. they're—I feel like for some people they're going to lose a lot of people. I yeah, I agree. I think I think they are going to lose people, especially. I mean, because yeah, like with with an inconsequential show like Moon Knight, if you're a fan of the movies, because um, I think a lot of people are just right. fans of the movies, but like, and you don't have Disney Plus, you don't need to watch Moon Knight to understand what's happening. Yeah. Whereas you kind of need to watch WandaVision to really understand what's happening. Watch a couple episodes. What if like. I mean, not really a couple, just really just like one major one. Like I had people at work uh-huh. asking me too. And I was like, oh, like, uh, they're like, oh, I'm going to see the movie, the Multiverse Madness when it comes out. I'm like, cool. I'm like, have you guys like seen this show? This show? They're like, no, we don't have Disney Plus. And I'm like, I'm like, it's not going to ruin go your watch experience. watch like a quick recap video But you or should. Something. Yeah. I'm like, that's the thing is like, kind of back to their subscriber pool. Like, I feel like some people are going to go watch these movies, have no idea what's going on. Mm-hmm. And then they might buy Disney Plus and watch it. Like they might catch up. But also like, I think no matter what movie comes out, if it's got Marvel's name on it people are going to see it. I actually saw a meme, I think today, where it was like, it just had different like movies, like posters of just random stuff. And mm-hmm. they're like, here's how we could fix these movies. And they just put the Marvel logo on it. And it was like, should we put the Marvel logo on it? We're going to tell people that they it was have one to about watch like Northman and one was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that. Like we should tell people that they're going you know, to watch all the other stuff to understand what's going on. And then they'll go see the movie and it's going to make millions of dollars. Yeah. And I was like, unfortunately that's what we live in. Yeah. But that's part of why we have the podcast. So well, I, it's like, did you ever see that? Ethan Hawke did like a um, interview and I saw a clip. I think it was like on TikTok or like YouTube or somewhere. He was like, just like chilling in this interview. And someone asked him about like how, like his take on like the way, like people drop movies in theaters and people like how they do everything. And he was like, he was really like, he seems like such a chill dude. I would Mm -hmm. just love to like talk with him. Like at some point in life, like that would be so fun. But he was literally like, he's like, everything is seen as a competition. Like he's like, he's like, you know, 20 years ago, no one gave an F about box not, uh, box office numbers. No one really gave an F about the Rotten Tomatoes score. He's like, who mm-hmm. the hell came up with that? He's like, why come up with that? He's like, someone could release a movie. You go see it. If you liked it, great. If you didn't, great. Go see the next one that comes out. Like, Yeah, I mean, Shawshank Redemption was, now is looked at as one of the greatest movies of all time. Like, is that number one on IMDb? It's number one on IMDb's yeah. top 250. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Like, if someone says that they don't like Shawshank Redemption, then like, they need to be checked into a psychiatric ward. Like <laughs> it, you don't have to love it, but like it, everyone yeah. likes that movie. 
and it was a box office failure. Like it was a flop. Right. Uh, but it was still a great it's called piece the, of the Shawshank Redemption. Like what is that? Um, <laughs> yeah. It's so, uh, yeah. so yeah, I don't know. That's like looking at everything everywhere all at once. Like that was yeah. when we released that episode, um, it didn't do amazing. But then as we released like clips and we started telling people about mm-hmm. it, that episode skyrocketed. Yeah. And I've seen people have been come up to me and asking me about it. Like that's part of why we have the podcast is to kind of broaden Broaden people's perspectives, right. even though we have talked about MCU yeah. projects for the last. Wasn't episodes. that one of like the first few movies like to ever like? It didn't lose any money after like two. Yeah, it had a zero percent uh, yeah. uh, drop off a that few weeks insane. ago, which is crazy. Uh, for them, man. Uh, that was fine. Multiverse of Madness, I suppose, is projected to have like a seventy percent drop off this weekend, which is the biggest in the MCU history. Uh, so we'll see how that goes. Yeah, uh, want to hear more of our thoughts on Doctor Strange: Multiverse of Madness? Listen to our. Uh, our previous episode. Last episode, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, Graham, do you have any any final thoughts on Moon Knight? I don't. Really enjoyed it. And, like, mm-hmm. in the end, like, I feel like this is one of those shows I could just go back and watch. Yeah. Like, right before, the, I didn't watch the full season mm-hmm. again before this episode, before recording. I watched it all, obviously, all as it came out mm-hmm. week by week, but um, got a couple episodes in. But, like, I really could, like, just sit there and watch it. Like, I had no mm-hmm. issues keep a train of thought like a, a big part of me like when i'm watching a show if i've already seen the movie if i've already seen the show unless it's like one of my top favorites like i just can't stay into it man like i know mm-hmm. what's coming i can like remember things pretty well so i'm just like not i don't need to rewatch it mm-hmm. but this is one of those like i could sit down and watch a show no problem yeah i enjoyed it a lot yeah this was a lot of fun like i i would love to see like future projects kind of get the same treatment of mm-hmm. like let's just take a character that not a whole lot of people know about um, cause it's the first time we're like, even diehard Marvel fans are like, I know nothing about yeah. Moon Knight. Uh, so I'd love to like, just let's take some more obscure characters like this and just give them a f- fun season. Uh, on a, I know we said final thoughts, but like, do you think they're going to, it's going to, he'll get a second season. See, Cause rise of right now, it's still a, a limited series. I would say that's what I heard. Yeah. And like, I don't think Oscar Isaac has signed on for anything else Mm-mm. so far. I really hope so. Cause again, like they could do a lot following Jake as we saw Jake at the very end there. Mm-hmm. We could get a little more tight. Like, I don't know. Yeah. The ending is good enough yeah. as if it's a limited series, but I don't think it's satisfying enough to be the no. end. Like, I think it'd be, cause they kind of set it up with Jake. I like want, I need more moon Knight. I Yeah. Uh, and more specifically, I need, I, I see more of like Mark and Steven, like bantering back and forth. That's, yeah. that's what I really need. I loved just, all the banter moments like it was fun because they were like in the end almost felt like brothers like it was like it was a weird bond but it was like it was so good yeah going back and forth was fun to watch yeah it was i yeah i i'm I'm speechless i have nothing else to say we've we've said we've said all the things (laughs) um this has been the popcorn hangover uh if yeah this has been the popcorn hangover. Yeah. I, 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 I brain farted for a minute there. Uh, check us out on all the things on Instagram, TikTok, Patreon, all at the popcorn hangover. And we will see you next time. Bye.